Fight, Laugh, Feast. T-shirts. Our new T-shirts. All right. club members. Okay. All right. We're going to talk Hunger Games 2020. Right. You guys been up on that? Yeah. No, you haven't. Unfortunately. No. Uh, impeachment. I'm kind of. I'm kind of bored of that. Impeachment. I think get, everybody Did you is. get one of these for Nate? Oh, I need to get one. And we also have N.D. Wilson in the studio. Hey. Talk right in the dance. This is the first time in the new studio. Yeah. yeah first time. Which, yeah. We've been here for a while. I'm, well, I'm, after I'm a little embarrassed. After what happened last time, we needed to give it a walk. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> a, little, a, little, uh, <laughs> a little detox. Totally yeah. kidding. Totally kidding. <laughs> That's right. Well, hey, welcome to Cross Politic, Pastor Toby, Chuck Knox, Waterboy, and of course, you guys know N.D. Wilson. This show is brought to you by Samaritan Ministries. It's a healthcare sharing ministry with over a quarter of a million Christians that care for one another's needs from broken bones to cancer, to pregnancies to organ transplants, all without the use of insurance. I'm sorry, say that part again. All without the use of insurance. Huh. It's glorious. Huh. <laughs> I mean, I mean, who, this is new to Knox. Let, let's be honest. I mean, who really likes health insurance? No, I mean, I mean, it's like, it's like life insurance. I do. I mean, <laughs> I do. It's like life insurance. I was a big fan. You're, you're, you're grateful <laughs> are you for a, it. Are you a member, Samaritan? Uh, no, no, oh. but, but he okay. had a brain tumor. I, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for the health insurance that we had in one of our massive medical sure. problems. But I gotta say, I'm also thankful for how Christians are taking this into their own hands, absolutely, and yeah. saying, let's not depend on the government. And let's be Christians and let's take care of each other as best we possibly can, which is what Samaritan Ministries is trying to do. It's not insurance. It's Christians just sending financial gifts to others when there's a medical need. Um, plus, caring for one another spiritually. We pray for one another, encourage one another. Christians do that through Samaritan. Hey, look, it's on the screen. That's great. Good job, Gabe. Yeah. They know I'm when on. an illness or injury happens, Samaritan members have their backs. And um People in my family, friends of mine, have had actually pretty significant medical issues and have been on Samaritan Ministries, and and they've been taken care of. God's used it to bless them. Um, If you want to learn more about how you can be part of this ministry, helping each other with health care, visit SamaritanMinistries.org slash CrossPolitik, or you can call 877-459-1662. That's SamaritanMinistries.org slash CrossPolitik. Tell them CrossPolitik sent you. 877-459-1662. Hey, and for club members, we got a lot going on. We Ooh. got new stuff in the club portal dropping this week. That's right. Um, the 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 after show with Virgil Walker, James White, James White, Doug Wilson. Pastor Wilson. Yeah. That's All right, because we left everybody hanging. We did. We did on the couch. There's like 45 minutes or an hour left of content that we talked. Is it that much? Really? 45 minutes or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And then, and then Satikoy now dropped uh, dropped their content in our club portal. You can actually download their uh, latest yes. album. In our club portal. So it's like such a, a northwest like, sound. Like a folk band. Kind yeah. of folk band. They're from, great. From Moscow. And then we're going to be giving away a bunch of books and maybe maybe a Right in the Dance DVD. Maybe we give away. Uh, we could maybe do a Blu-ray, but I don't know about a DVD. Yeah, yeah Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 now, it's 2020 now. Yeah, <laughs> we do yeah. Blu-rays now. We're living in 2018, actually. Yeah, We'll hook you up. Oh, we're sure. going to be giving away some books and possibly a Right in the Dance Blu-ray to all club members. Club members are the ones who can get into the So when are we doing drawing. the drawing? Probably, Knox is probably, leaking over here. Probably next show. You're leaking? E- e- you're right. Probably next, okay. probably next show is what we'll okay, do. Okay, so right. next. I got to get all the names. When we record our next show, which will be next Friday. Yes. So this show drops Sunday night. Yep. So next Sunday. Sunday night, we'll do the drawing. Are we going to do the Wheel of Fortune thing? Where yeah, yeah, yeah. Try, yeah. Okay. So I'll try to figure I'm in. And then lastly, all new club members get the special Fight Laugh Feast. Can you get that t-shirt. anywhere else? You can't get it anywhere else. you got to be a club member to do this. 
And lastly, until getting, I pirate it, once I pirate it, yeah, could you yeah. do that? You know what pirating you can get it easily? You can easily pirate. We don't do it. Uh, and then lastly, all club members will get a hundred dollars off at our Fight Laugh Feast conference in Nashville, October first through third. Message, which it pays for itself. Then, yeah, I, I mean, mean, like you're losing money if you don't sign up for <laughs> for a club membership. That's how it works. Okay? Uh, and because Samaritan you get a Ministries, dis- and do Samaritan it all. Ministries, that's right. <laughs> because you get a discount on our club. Uh, our, do you have a our th- thing yet for our conference? I, I just have that. For a t-shirt. Okay. That's uh, it. I mean, that's cool. You were doing so good. Yeah. I, do, I do need to get to October that. October 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, 2020 yeah. in Nashville. And Pastor Wilson is already committed. Uh, George Grant is committed. Nate Wilson is going to be there I'm most in likely. in the wind. He's, I'll try. We're trying to get Nate there. <laughs> I'll uh, try. To speak what what you conference. need, Nate? Tell us what you need yeah. right now. We'll yeah, get what it for it? you. Right <laughs> in the po- dance needs to go big. Uh, tell, tell, tell us what you need, man. We'll see how your club members perform with Riot. <laughs> okay. All right. Hey, all right. All right. Okay. Y'all heard that right. Y'all better get busy. Yeah. All right. All right. So uh, the Iowa caucus for Hunger Games. Do we have Hunger Games on, music? On we Monday. don't have no. Hunger Games music because what? you know what? I'm sick of it. Oh, I'm done with right. Hunger Games okay. music. I right, want it over. Mind. I'm done. Right. Never, never mind. mind. Never mind. I'm so, with David. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the Iowa caucus is on Monday, which kicks things off. But does the Iowa caucus have anything to do with Samaritan Ministries? Uh, no. So not. can we change the stream? Afterwards, there's going to be a lot of injuries. If, if Bernie <laughs> is president, wrong. you'll have wished wish you were on Samaritan <laughs> Ministries. The, exactly. <laughs> well, here's the deal. So you got you got four caucuses or two caucuses and two primaries before Super Tuesday on March 3rd. Wait, wait. Okay. I'm doing so, the math. Two caucuses. Okay, so we're a month out from Super Tuesday. Yep. And there's four before that. Yep. And so basically four states go before Who's Super that? Tuesday. So Iowa. It's Iowa, uh, New Hampshire, South Carolina, Nevada. Okay. And, and it looks like, if you believe polls, it looks like that Bernie and Biden are going to split um, the two. The, the of four those states. four. And so I think going. I think we should just all say right now that we don't believe polls. Uh, yeah. uh, that's so, what was in my head. Yeah. How Wait. about we just let the dust settle? Right. Well, I, I, I'm just saying I'm painting the picture for Super Tuesday. If the, if polls, the polls are polls right, are, right yeah. for their first time right. in Ever. modern history. <laughs> and, and California is now on Super Tuesday. It used to be three months so away. How many states go on Super Tuesday? 16. Well. 16 primaries and caucuses happen on, on right. Tuesday. One, one's like, there's like, they, they allow territories to be participate in the, oh, in the like, primaries. So like Puerto Rico or something? Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the Virgin Islands? Yeah, I think Puerto Rico is the... Is the, the outer, the outskirts of the empire. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Their empire. They, they can, they can <laughs> they get uh, to put, vote. put some, some uh, Magic in, incense on the altar. <laughs> but, but here's what's, what's funny is Biden like keeps campaigning against himself. He's, when he entered the race, he campaigned for himself. <laughs> right. Let's just be honest. I got, I got a couple. I got a couple. It's getting clips. weirder. It's getting worse. I think it's getting weirder. Yeah. I can think of at least eight women, at least four or five people of color, that I think are totally qualified to be vice president of the United States. But for me, it has to be demonstrated that whoever I pick is two things: one, is capable of needing to be president because I'm an old guy. Okay. No, but I'm serious. Look, I'm a thank God. I'm in great health. I work out. No, I'm serious. I, you know, I work out every morning. I'm in good shape. Knock on wood, as my mother would say. He uh, doubled down on but that. But I know people who've died. Yeah. And I need <laughs> right. to prepare for it. <laughs> all, all my friends are dead. <laughs> no, but the question I have is, where's the white man at? Yeah, right? So he, he knows he, the he, women. He'd, he'd be the president. The white man's the president. So, always, so, always the president. <laughs> no vice president? White man up top. Yeah. That's, that's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. Okay, but so no white man underneath He him knows now. a few women and a few people of color offensive. who are qualified to be his sidekick. Right. Why does oh. he call them colored people? 
people of Bernie, color. Listen, Do Bernie, listen, <laughs> Bernie comes from an old school where they were calling them the blacks. <laughs> so you got to get Bernie's doing a really good job right. to get people of color. But you know, that, like it's really bizarre though that you we went from the appropriate language was it was it was colored people, and then whoa, that was offensive. Yep. yep. And now it's put of people of color. Yeah. Much better. I mean, what what kind of Pharisee? I want you to call me by my name. Yeah. I, right. I, well, <laughs> no. Well, but it's like that's the thing is that it's it's completely ridiculous. The I I covered this on the. A uh, news brief for Friday. Um, did you guys see the uh, um, Goldman Sachs just put out this um, uh, this uh, statement? Their their uh, president is Solomon, is his last name. Says that um, uh, beginning this year, they're going to require all new companies that go public. There, so Goldman Sachs is the biggest underwriter for pub, uh, pu- companies that go public. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, IPOs. And he's, from now on, starting this summer, I think it's July first. They're requiring that every single board that they will underwrite to go public will have a minority a, a person of color or a woman and emphasizing females in particular wow and they otherwise and starting next year they'll require two so th- this is what you do when you want to cripple women or minorities of people or people right, of color right. and explain why because what happens is now all i need to do is be like you know what i need you are you qualified? That doesn't no. matter. Right. No. Do you have the no. skills to do the job? Right. That doesn't matter. Right. Did you get into the position because you were talented, capable, wise? We don't know. We, it doesn't matter. Right. Because Goldman Sachs told me I got to have a person of color right. in order to be able to exceed in my right. with my business. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is just hire, find me a woman. Eh, you work. Um, <laughs> Probably one that won't get in the way. Uh, find uh, me a, <laughs> I'll find me a mixed guy. I'll find me a mixed guy because now I can really let you know, uh, you'll work. And, and that deep irony, of course, is that... And so that's go- exactly what tokenism is. Right, exactly. And, but Goldman Sachs <laughs> is run by a bunch of old white men. Right. First of all. They, they haven't retired or, or you know, submitted is their the board, resignations. Is the board all white? Uh, I think they have some diversity, maybe, but it's all led by all white yeah, men. Yeah, yeah. The presidents yeah. are all white men. And they also announced that this <laughs> this requirement will not apply to China. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Chinese oh. companies, are they don't believe in that. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, who says that? What's the standard on that? Right. Who says that? No. It, it, now, right now, I think it was a uh, um, was it Clarence Thomas that said that I have no idea what my uh, graduation, my paper, what it means anymore. Yeah. Because right. I don't know if I actually earned this. Right. I don't know if that. When we were talking to Walter Williams, he pointed out he was really grateful for the fact that he still lived in times where it didn't matter. In fact, it was the odds were stacked against him. Yeah. Um, and so when and he so, did well, so he, he knew he did well. And he, like, he, yeah. I think he failed his, his uh, was it his bar? Um, or or his the first time. Dissertation the first time. He or something failed like it. And, and, so, and he knew like I wasn't, I wasn't given anything. Um, I had to work hard and earn every bit of it. Yeah, yeah. And, and actually, every minority group that's come in America, regardless of uh, Italians, uh, the Irish. Irish, it didn't matter. It, all the f- conflict, all the friction only made them stronger. Exactly. And and one of the things that we've seen within the black c- community with black people and minorities, uh, and if we're going to do this with Hispanics, too, pretty soon if we keep this up, is that we've been removing the tension and friction from some of this. And it's been hindering the growth because right. we've been playing with them. Right. Leave them alone. Do it. Do what Frederick Douglass said. Do if they can't stand on their own two feet, don't touch them. Let them fall. Let them fall. Right. And so we keep propping but, up. And Christians of all people should understand this. I mean, th- this is what we. This is built into the logic of the gospel that God says. You know, if I love you, I'm going to discipline you, yeah. and you're going to be disciplined. I'm going to give you hard things. And of course, on the flip side, we say, yeah, if we if there are places where people are being um, intentionally mistreated and intentionally um, treated unfairly, unjustly, and so forth. That can be addressed, 
but not by just um, carrying everybody um, to the chocolate cake. Not by just yeah. giving everybody the free pass. I, that's it, not there is a, there is a, I mean, we can see the same impulse everywhere, right? So what you just said, quoting Frederick Douglass, is if they can't stand on their own two feet, let them fall. Yeah, yeah. But that applies to every race. That's right. And you, and you see right. the, the government especially is unwilling to do that with anybody. It's not about minorities or women. It's about their own white kids, too. Right. It's about millennials. It's about student loans. Yeah. It's about everything. Yeah, and I think what happens is when you see this grasping, and I've seen it right now, especially with like younger white kids, especially when you see this grasping, everybody trying to get theirs, you start looking around and say, there's not enough for everybody to get theirs. And then we still have something here. So what do you start doing? You create a culture of everybody starts grasping for it. Right. Yep. Well, and it's not based on actual skills and what you're actually producing a product. It's and now it's just based on your relationships and it's all backroom deals and yep. who's paying off who and, and, you know, speaking of quid pro quo, yeah. I yeah. mean, that, that's all it becomes. And then cue the college admission scandal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. That's okay. real though. Yeah. yeah. Right. I have no segue from here to Biden's Just next hit video. play. Just hit play. <laughs> <laughs> Building and replacing pipelines. You have to go vote for something else. All right. Thanks so much, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm going to vote you in the general if you treat yeah, me. Yeah, I know. You're asking a picture of me. Coming up and tell me you don't support me. No, no, no. My plan. Yeah, you did. You said you I said I will support you in the general. In the general. I'm looking right. for a primary. We're happy to get a member. That's what I'm looking for, okay? Just because we're trying to get. You believe that Bernie can do something by 2030? I'm actually supporting Tyler. He's getting in his space. Did he just <laughs> grab his coat like that? Yeah, yeah, that was the thing that was striking about that particular clip was the was the grabbing him and poking yeah. him. Go vote for someone else. That's unreal. It's like it, the first video. He's like, "I'm old. Um, uh, you know, I need a good vice president uh, because I could die while I'm president." It's like I'm, you aren't really think um, of him as Gideon. He's just trying to send people home. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> like Biden is pouring water on the altar. He's sending people home. He's doing, I don't need you. I'm going to win with 300. I'm winning with 300. He's doing all the things in Old Testament. I don't think Biden knows do. that story. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't. <laughs> well, I, He's testing his anointing. Let's just think of it that way. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Nobody else can get away with this, just for the record. Like, no one else can get away with this kind of touch. Biden has just been the most touchy. Well, he's he's, the, oh, he's the anointed of the media. I mean, the, the, you the, think so still not anymore? Well, I don't know, but he has been. I mean, the, the, but the number of gaffes and ridiculous. I mean, yeah, you true. Guys saw the one, the, the, the one clip where he's talking about how when he was little, younger, he would hang out in these and let kids in, rub in his the, hairy legs the, or oh, something dude. in the pool and they would rub his <laughs> hairy I, I legs. I, I broke out into a sweat watching that <laughs> clip where I was just like, oh. <laughs> Like somebody beat and, this man. And you don't break out in the sweats. So. No. <laughs> I mean, I've been known to. Yeah. But it's that one, that whole story about his hair, the hair on his legs stands up underwater. And the, the, the little kids would love to come over and rub the hair down on his legs. It's like, dude. Yeah. No, no. What's wrong with no, you? What is no. wrong with you? Tell the corn pop story again, please. <laughs> something, something less Distract awkward us. than this. <laughs> so, corn pop. So, so right now with the, with the Democratic nominees, where we're at, it, it's looking like Biden or uh uh socialist bernie yeah what happened quickly if you can tell me what what does it look like if the democrats pick one of those two? Oh, we're we're way past predictability i mean i just when trump won like our ability to predict anything is gone yeah i mean i, I looked at that primary field and the way politics works in general and thought damn there's no way this guy the orange dude 
uh-huh. who yeah. makes more gaffes than than Biden. Yeah, yeah. he's going to get through the primaries, right. and then if he does, there's no way he gets through the general, and then he does. I mean, we're we're past this stuff mattering. So we're get, way past this stuff mattering at all. This used to break candidates constantly. Yeah, we're right. in a place where mm. we have an identity crisis as a country. We have people throwing tantrums on both sides. I have no idea. I mean, the country we have is fully capable of electing somebody way crazier than than Sanders and way crazier than Trump. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're in tantrum mode where anything could happen. Yeah. So, I don't think there's a, a any kind of metric we could use to predict. So what does it mean though if they if Biden or not Biden, but if uh, socialist Bernie actually gets the nominee for the Democratic Party, uh, the country gets further humbled. Yeah, I mean the DNC is humbled. The RNC has been humbled. Yeah, I mean, like, we're we're in a place where it's it's all the circus now. It's, so. either, it's either humbling or it just it continues to unravel. I mean, right. I mean, the only alternative to humility is just more arrogance. Yep. And the arrogance is going to be more. I mean, if you, I mean, and again, it's like you can't you can't imagine like what's the next crazy thing that comes right. up. I mean, we have drag queens reading to little kids in public schools and and libraries, and that's nothing. And and yeah. that's nothing. So yeah. we right now like. We look at the humbling that Trump has been. Trump has been a humbling of an empire, right? But at the same time, Trump's the kind of guy who will always get humbled. Like, he is arrogant. He is proud. He cannot stop bragging on himself. (laughs) And this is the kind of dude that God lays low. Yeah. And that's just the way it goes. But he's using him to lay low something else right now. And like, when Trump's time comes, I don't know when it is. Yeah, but like our our political discourse, our country, our secular state, this whole the myth we generated for ourselves is like a sweater that's been unraveled up to the armpits at this point. <laughs> yeah, and and now we're looking at the the other side. We look at the DNC and somebody's saying, "What if we pulled this thread too?" <laughs> like, <laughs> at the same time, yeah. It, yeah. it seems to me like, like the the next uh, Democratic administration is going to be. Like seven times worse, ten times worse. It's gonna be like the worst hangover of all time. It, yeah, it's like you clean out one demon, and now you got seven demons. And then this is the way the ricochet works. So it's like if politically, think think of America as like a really chunky kid on a on a swing, and you've got two political parties doing underdogs both directions. <laughs> like that's that's what we've got going on. And it's like if you've ever given a kid a really big underdog, I remember lots of like playground time where you get up and that they start to just drop. Yeah, yeah right, like you, yeah. you're not just getting the arc anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're going up and the chain goes slack and you drop and you land. Like that's kind of where we are right now. Yeah, like we're we're in we're in fat kid free fall. <laughs> where, where it's like, and we're gonna hit that bottom hard and then it's gonna go the other direction. So Trump's the way Trump has governed, the way Trump has behaved, everything about him is this massive reaction like this this tantrum yeah. like it's a tantrum yeah. and his supporters threw a tantrum um and it went that direction now i'm not i'm not a fan of the secular nation state uh but man this thing is is coming apart mm. and and we're all living in that ancient chinese curse are you gonna vote for him in 2020 times. i'll probably vote for dave barry honestly okay because i voted for dave barry four times in a row yeah and it's gotta be the fifth time yeah, yeah. all right when we come back, we're going to talk right in the dance. Water. Hey, we got three minutes Water. of unseen footage. And, well, I was going to say that. Oh, you know, I was excited. Me. Sorry. Never before seen footage of right in the dance water coming up next on Cross Politics. Don't take that line from David. That was Nate Wilson. That was really good. No, no. Take, good job. Good job. I see you're excited. Americans have been traveling down the health insurance highway for decades. But lately... 
it's been taking us to places we don't want to go. For Christians, it's hard to know which road to take. Or is it? Samaritan Ministries provides a different direction, a biblical path for their members to pray for each other and share financially in each other's medical needs. This idea that Samaritan has adopted from the book of Acts should permeate all parts of our lives, not just health sharing. We, as a body of believers, are living out New Testament Christianity. This is what God intended for the church. Do you believe that you need an insurance company, or do you believe that God will provide your needs? And there are people that you've never met before who are going to pray for you and meet your needs. There's another way. Looking for a new direction for your health care? Visit us online at SamaritanMinistries.org. And without any further ado... Toby, Toby can't help himself. Sorry. He's still paying attention to you. I'm trying not to pay attention. <laughs> Welcome back to Cross Politic on the Fight Laugh Feast Network. We're grateful to have Mr. Indy Wilson in the studio with us today. And Thank without you. any further ado, hold on. We, oh, okay. This segment is brought to you by Classical Conversations. Oh yeah, we like them too. Yeah, yeah, they're sponsors. Classical, classical Conversations believes that parents are the best teachers for their children. Classical Conversations is committed to helping families homeschool successfully all the way through. High school, their their program offers community in person. Love that. And online, encouragement, fellowship, accountability, support from like-minded parents, rich, downloadable resources, online forums, and video tutorials, tried and trusted learning framework with recommended assignments, trained parent tutors that model the classical approach, share the love of learning through a classical and Christian worldview and fellowship with other families. Classical Conversations families thrive using these three keys to a great education. Do you know them? Classical. Conversations. <laughs> community. The power of speech. You got it. Classical. You got it. Christian and community. Yeah, that goes without saying, but yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, so check them out. And without any further ado, <laughs> a sponsor. Were they a sponsor? Yeah, they were. Yeah. Presenting sponsor. Water. Two hydrogen molecules plus one oxygen molecule linked together to form one of the strangest, most pervasive, most essential substances on this planet. Hydrogen, gaseous and highly flammable. Oxygen, gaseous and essential in our blood and brains. When holding hands in the right numbers, these elements become life-sustaining liquid. Unless it's cold, Then they regiment themselves into billions of ornate crystals. Or, if it's warm, then they float up into billowing clouds to recongregate until they fall back down in vast armies. This liquid refreshes. This liquid destroys. When pressurized, it can cut through slabs of stone like a child's finger through cake. It flies. It falls. It freezes. It can be as still and beautiful as heaven's mirror. It can rage, terrifying even the most powerful nations. It cuts canyons and smashes cities. It soothes a dry mouth. It never stops moving, flying, freezing, thawing, falling, pooling, and flying again. At this very moment, somewhere in this world, the molecules of water that spilled out of Christ's side on the cross are still at work, 
floating in clouds, falling on windshields, heaving in the tidal seas, moistening eyes. The same is true of the water that parted in the Red Sea, the water that parted in the Jordan, the water used in Christ's baptism. It might be in baptism that we see water as its truest self. It is death, it is life, destruction, resurrection. Water forms another world inside of our own, full of life and death wherever it accumulates, populated with the smallest and the largest creatures ever crafted, full of decay, full of renewal. I'm going to take you into that strange liquid world. I'm going to show you creatures in everyday puddles and ponds that defy belief. Monsters worthy of science fiction and little beauties beyond the craftsmanship of any human artist. Together, like the baptized, we will enter the liquid world and we will re-emerge, changed, with a little more knowledge of the artist who made it all. Awesome. There we go. Mm. I got I got the chills. I got the chills. <laughs> Uncuts right, right there right there is watching the sausage get made. That's uncolored, unmixed, still right there. Is it really? Yeah. Oh well, it makes me happy. Whoa. Wow. Every and time I've seen that a hundred times, every time it gets me. Man, wow. I am moved right now oh, to yeah. worship. That is beautiful, brother. That's yeah. the goal. That's the, that is the goal. Beautiful. And and just as a filmmaker and watching you working in water is the most <laughs> complicated. The lighting, what do you bring your lights down to? Oh, How do you yeah. get your cameras in there to do all that? I yeah, mean, it's uh, especially when, when we set out to do it, we were a crew of people, none of whom had been scuba certified, <laughs> none of whom had filmed underwater. Ever. Wow. No, no complications and whatsoever, like, right? We'll, we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be just fine. I mean, wow. there's a reason why it took us three years. So oh, you've been wow. working on this for three, three years. Three years. Yeah. We started production before the last one released really because okay. we knew it was going to take a minute okay. yes um and some of the coolest experiences of my life have been in production of this film and i'm extremely happy with like, how it like turned what out. tell us uh getting to know sharks okay like, okay you can keep that one i mean <laughs> i mean legitimately getting to know sharks uh, be friendly. which no <laughs> i was gonna but, say who is this guy but uh <laughs> getting to know sharks meant that i got to know genesis 9 in a different way you know, getting getting to know creatures and seeing creatures in different places. Genesis nine is deeply moving. Connect the dots. Uh, the 
man has made and gone. The dread of the dread of man is in all the beasts. Yeah, you know we we had these fantastic guides took us out uh, miles off the North Shore. There's a deep trench which they said is kind of like a shark interstate. Uh You like this trench? There's like sharks are always moving between the islands. They're always there. They're there. They're drawn to noise. So by the time we got there, they surfaced to the boat. Okay. circling the boat and their tail slapping the water they're, they're so they like, know you there they're they're bullying each other they're circling the boat we're out miles from land wow, wow. and we hit this spot and all these sharks surface what kind of sharks are they uh galapagos sandbar tiger okay. uh you know the just the eating type yeah sandbar <laughs> sandbar are smaller galapagos will chomp you tiger sharks obviously are gonna yeah. chomp you tiger yeah. sharks will chomp anything um uh, but uh we get out there and we have this whole speech given to us about how sharks are basically hippies and they aren't, they're not going to hurt anything. Right. What? So we get, what? we get the, we, I'll bleed after. No, so and... there's, but there's two orientations. So the they, first, they jump in. Yeah. So the first, <laughs> <You> first. <laughs> the first orientation was listen, sharks are teddy bears. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're mm-hmm. the best. Really? We hurt more of them than they hurt of us. And like, I don't care about the scoreboard. <laughs> I don't. I don't really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but who's keeping score? Yeah, so who's we get, keeping that we get score? That orientation, and then we pivot to orientation number two, which is don't wiggle your fingers, don't stick your arms out, stay on a swivel, like swivel like mad because they're going to come at your back. Uh-huh. They're going to come from your feet at your feet at your back anywhere where your eyes aren't. So wow. stay on a swivel. Aggressive eye contact is your only defense. <laughs> They don't like they Stare will them re- down. they will respond to icons. So it's like being in the streets. Yeah. Yeah. So aggressive eye contact is your only defense. Wow. Don't wiggle your fingers. If you drop your camera, don't reach for it. It's gone because they will compete for stuff. Yeah. So if if there's a thing that's moving and you are trying to get it, they're gonna try to get yeah. it first. So, and then you're gonna be in conflict. So it sounds like you weren't in a cage. No, we were not in a cage. And so I had, I had a big I had big conversations with family members. I was rebuked by my little sister at one Sabbath dinner and she was just saying, What makes you think you're the one who's supposed to do this? <laughs> and I was like, Well, it's a calling. You know. <laughs> so we get out it. there, we get out there and the sharks come up and it's one of the strangest experiences of my life to be sitting here looking at sharks. They're on the surface, they're circling the boat, and then you put on a, you're not even scuba diving because they're drawn to bubbles, so you're just snorkeling. Oh, at least really? at least you have a tank on your back. You feel like if they came at your back, you'd have some metal back yeah. there. Wow. So you put on a mask, and they say, like, as you're getting in, don't put your feet in. you got to bend over and get your face in first. Head first. <laughs> Head first. <laughs> face in first. This doesn't get better. And, oh, man. And so as, we, as I go in, that sensation of, like, doubling over and putting my face in the water and seeing, like, at that moment, 29 sharks oh my goodness circling wow and like and i'm getting in with them i'm actually just gonna i'm going in yeah. wow um uh, and later on so we, we were i was in the water for three hours with these sharks circling wow uh and as, as it went they oh i've never been at such an adrenaline uh-huh for like, that long spike, yeah and then it didn't fall like it's just adrenaline that wow. just stays yep. uh, and then later on another tour came out they dropped a cage and a bunch of sharks more sharks showed up and they're sitting over there in this cage, and we're just out here swimming yeah, around no the cage, cage with the sharks. <laughs> so, yeah, it was. Who's in the cage? Uh, tourists, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. And we're like, we're serious. We have cameras. We're fine. <laughs> um, so, could y'all like, not put the how cage come they didn't bite here? you? How, how come they didn't bite? Eye contact. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Eye contact. I kicked one. I mean, I had to shove off these things. I mean, I had some pretty like, terrifying moments, but at the same time, the eye contact's for real. Yeah. It's wow. for real. It's the weirdest thing so I've ever seen. So you look them in the eyes. And you can only look in one eye at a time. Okay. So I'm on a swivel. 
uh, I got underneath the boat actually, and I had my hand on the on the bottom of the boat, holding uh-huh. myself, and I'm just kind of like assessing everything, looking around, looking between my feet. Sharks are trying to come up under your feet. You have to lean out, like just kind of like dive and give uh-huh. eye contact. And I realized, oh, I haven't been turning. Like, oh. I, and I turn, and it was I'm under I'm under the boat with like an 11 foot, you uh-huh. know, 10 to 11 foot shark. Yeah, like it's just me and him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and he's hey. com- and he's coming. He's just coming at my back. Uh-huh. And he's not gaping, like he doesn't have his mouth open, but he's he's coming in to see what I am. And as I turn around, he's just like he's already within three feet of me. Wow! And it was just like, oh, like so you your punch, eyes you got big. Punch him in the nose? Uh, no, because I, I turned, and so he immediately turned his head, and we locked eyes from like three feet away. And he just like came down my body. He just like bent down. I gave him a little kick on the on the end of, but just he just rolled away. As soon as I saw him, it was like, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do this. Um, but the thing is, also like you'd watch, and we have one moment in the film that shows this: a leaf would land on the surface of the water, and the sharks would all go check it out. Like they have so much sensitivity. Yeah, mm. uh, they're receptors. They can just they can sense disturbances, uh-huh. and. Every one of them goes over and checks. If you've ever been in the water, you've been checked out by sharks. Yeah. I mean, really? you have been checked out by sharks, 100%. They know you're there. Wow. And they, they are highly, highly designed, amazing. But and that Genesis 9 thing, when you look at like how many millions of them there are and how many of us are in the water at all times and right. how few shark attacks there are, it does make me think like, oh, man, maybe they are hippies. Oh. Uh, <laughs> No, they're not. They just, they have the dread of man. They know this is the image of God and the, and the lifeblood of man is going to be required of them. Yeah. Wow. Like there are disobedient sharks and there are, there are sharks who obey. Yeah. Like they're designed to be these lethal hunters, fast right. and amazing. Yeah. And, and they're fulfilling their design. They're out there just living the way God told them to live. And right. then some tiger sharks are, are stumbling, they're sinning <laughs> and they're chomping on people and yeah. they're going to answer for it. Wow. It's like there is blood guilt for animals and you could see that in yeah. them. Like it was, it was interesting. Really, really strange. Has anybody died on doing that kind of thing? I mean, oh yeah, but not, um, not recently. Uh, I've have they gotten a Galapagos shark chomped somebody and doing something similar? You know, right around the same time we were there. Uh-huh. Um, was that because he wasn't looking him in the eye? I mean, uh, no, that was there's actually one guy got flipped off, like he got taken out off of off his kayak. He was above water, and he got. Oh, they did. They just dumped they him. And, him. They, yeah, they dumped him and chomped him. Another guy on the same spot where we were uh, had dropped a GoPro, and he, he just and it. he just tried to grab it, and he got he got hit. Um, it's it's kind of like with dogs or anything else where you see you see the reaction, yeah. like you see like the in the impulse, like it's it's so built into yeah. them, like oh, there's a there's right. a food item, and the, and the yeah. camera's electrical, and they're they're picking yeah. up electrical, all that going through. stuff. But what a morning not to cut yourself shaving, right? Like that's, you know, <laughs> that is yeah. but see, here's, here's the thing, you know, I was sitting coming from the northwest, a land lover. I was thinking, man, you couldn't put me in a cage with one bear. Right, you yeah. couldn't. You could not put me in a pen with right. thirty dogs, let alone thirty wolves. Yeah, yeah. And here I am yeah. for three hours hanging out with sharks that are all three bigger than hours, all bigger than I am. Wow, all of them are bigger than me. Yeah, all of them are wicked fast. Yeah, you know the, the rows and rows and rows of teeth, and well, they behave better than dogs would have. And that's that was weird to me. That was super super weird, and yeah. made me just made me realize that things are a little bit different than I had assumed. Yeah, is, is that is it, was this like first day of filming? Did you guys decide to do this? What, what where were you guys at when you decided to? Uh, we were we were pr- into production. We were maybe a week and a half or a week. 
because the first thing we had to do was get scuba certified. Everybody had to get certified. So, so you, we went to Hawaii. We went to Waikiki. Everybody from Gordon, every member of the crew, we went through this whole certification process, and that was the first cost of production. Yep. And then a little bit after that, we, we went out on this snorkel tour of the sharks. Wow. But the whole experience, I mean, I would say the goal for this film, the goal for these films is the, uh, the study of God's word uh, and his spoken word. Like there's his special revelation and there's his natural revelation. Right. And Christians have abandoned his natural revelation for a long time. Right. right. And, yeah. we've, and, we we've let, and we've let the people who hate God yep. tell the oh, story. Man. They, yeah. They're the ones that yeah. keep telling us what yep. the words mean. And so, I think this is the, uh, doing these movies is not like a, a little side thing because I like, I like nature, although I do. This, doing these movies is probably the single most subversive, most important thing I do. Huh. Mm. Um, wow. Of, That's really good. Of everything yeah. I do, this is, this is the stuff that goes right at it. And it goes at it in two ways. It goes at it like trying to replace the priests who say we are the priests of natural revelation, right? Like, no, you're not. No, yeah. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna actually kind of war with you, but we're also going to stop, like, cut off the catechisms that you're delivering to our people, our children, yeah. right. our families, who who love God's creation. That's right. People who love God's creation are often the most vulnerable. Like parents will right. get nervous. Like, man, my son's getting really into nature, and it turns <laughs> out right. there is a whole lot of yeah garbage well, and, out there attacking him uh, at all yeah. times over and over again i meet christian kids on campus who grew up in the church yeah. grew up in christian youth group christian school they come to the university take a f- and they tell me i took a few science classes and then i realized it, right. uh, i couldn't believe in god anymore right Ooh. so imagine wow. imagine if we'd let uh atheists translate all of our bibles <laughs> Yeah, right. And right. They Come on, a lot man. of a lot of pastors are sure. atheists doing that. You imagine if we did that, and then you yeah. said, "Okay, so the Bible now says there is no God. Right? Everything's chaotic and meaningless. You're a piece of shrapnel. Right? And yet we keep using them, yeah. and then we're shocked that we lose right. people. Right? That like the yeah. the word of God itself is lying to us. Right? We've allowed natural revelation to be exegeted, extrapolated, taught." You know, and catech- like all the catechisms are built right. by people who hate it right. and hate the one who made it. Yeah. And they hate the people who love the one who made it. Right. And they're just seeding all this. So unbelief. I want to watch the rest of this movie. Yes. <laughs> how, how Not are, yet. How, how do we how can we watch the rest of the movie? So the way you can watch the rest of the movie is you can go to riotthedance.com uh, and you can get a family pay-per-view thing for March 6th. March 6th, it's going worldwide. There's no territories on it. We're going everywhere. Uh, you can sign up with your family. There's a bunch of free swag if you if you sign up before February 14th. Uh, last time we made everybody go to theaters, and it was like crazy expensive, and families had to drive hundreds of miles, and it was tough. We were and, a, and they did, they did. We, <laughs> yeah, were a, yeah. we were in 1,100 screens, but we just didn't get to everybody. Yeah. So with this one, if you the thing I'm excited about is if you want there to be a showing in your town, at your church, at your school, in your co-op, in your classical conversations community. Yeah. If you want that. You can, yeah. you can have okay. it. You can have it. So if you go to writeinthedance.com, you can get a public license, license okay. for profit showings, nonprofit showings, sell tickets, keep the money, use it as a fundraiser. Wait, wait. You can you can get it and show it and raise money for your yeah. own thing? Yep. Make money and off keep, it. And no accounting, and, keep 100% and you don't of that have money. To, and none of it wow. comes back? None of it comes back to us. So we're doing $195 license. Yeah. Public license. Public <laughs> license uh-huh. for unlimited for-profit or non-profit showings. Wow. I love that idea. And it goes from March 6th to May 5th. You can do as many showings as you want. 
Uh, and so you we're could, bring, you could rent a theater out, 100%, and, and, and open people, it up and show it. Theaters are grabbing it awesome. and they're going to keep the or, money. Or I could just get it for my family. Yep, and we can get it for your we family. We can watch it. On, there's a family mm-hmm. deal you, as you well. You can do a down and dirty thing and got a big theater set up in your house and the outside somewhere. Oh, yeah, like one of those yep. out, outdoor and, theaters. And charge people $10 a ticket. Uh, you could rent you a swimming up. pool. It'd be yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah. Get everybody on an inner tube watching. Because it's in the water. Yeah, in the water. In the water. No sharks, though, in the pool. Auditoriums, classrooms, you know, if a school gets it, they can show this thing in every single classroom. Like between oh, May 6th to as many times March 6th to yeah. May 5th. As many times as you want. We just want uh-huh. to give it to God's people. Like, go do it. Make wow. it happen. Make so, it happen. If we go back into theaters, theaters keep 75%. Yep. Right. You know, wow. like, it's 75% now? If you go through Fathom, oh. they, they double dip. So they, the theaters yeah. take half. Oh, wow. Fathom takes like 25. You know, it's yeah. like, and they are the theaters. They're yeah. the yeah. theaters. Yeah. 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 We might do it again at some point, but it just doesn't make sense. We didn't reach as many people as we wanted. Yeah. Um, yeah. We had so much disappointment from people saying, didn't come to my town, didn't come to my theater, didn't come yeah. here. Yep. Uh, if you want to see it, you like get a hold of your elders, get a hold of your pastor, get a hold of your superintendent, yeah. your, your co-op organizer, your book group, whatever, your yeah. CC community leader, yeah. your book group. Get the movie. It can be on any screen you want it to be on. You can go there right now and you can sign up for it right now. Rightthedance.com. I love that. Super easy. And we got amazing shirts, too. You know, swag. Swag. Get the swag, too. When we come back, I want to talk to you about theology and beauty. Yeah. And I want to talk to you, why is that so disconnected right now from each other? Because I see that. I get theology. I get beauty. I get worship. It's all connected. More of that when we come back on Cross Politics. Classical Conversations supports homeschooling parents by cultivating the love of learning through a Christian worldview in fellowship with other families. We provide a classical, Christ-centered curriculum, local, like-minded communities across the United States and in several countries, and we train parents who are striving to be great classical educators in the home. For more information and to get connected, please visit our website at classicalconversations.com. Classical. Christian. Get connected. Get community. But we let the club members know ahead of time. I don't understand how that works. Just explain that to me. Hey, just don't worry about it. We have an app now. Stop worrying about it. We have an app, and club members members are the the only ones that can download it right now. Because I told them. (laughs) Nobody else knows. (laughs) Can anybody go to the app store and download the app right now if they wanted to? But they wouldn't find it. If if I told them. (laughs) If I told them. Welcome back to Cross Politics on the Fight Laugh Feast Network. I don't understand. <laughs> you may or may not be able to download a new super secret members only app that, from the App Store. It's not members only, but our club members are the first ones to know about it. Now, Fight Laugh Feast, <laughs> search Fight Laugh Feast, find in your App Store. You've uh, known him for too long. You're, you're already used to this. We're, yeah. we're, we're updating it constantly with new content um, on all the shows. You can log in and see some of that content, right? So yeah, club, club members, members have can. the backdoor access to the app. Oh, so yeah. Fight Laugh Feast Network, type that in the iTunes store and you can get access to it. We still haven't put in all the historical shows, but you can get all the current shows. Can, on can it we right talk now. about the possibility of having a potential sports podcast? Oh. Possibly? Oh, we, I'm having a call. I'm having we, we're we, talking we, about we, it. We it's that. in the works. We want that. That's yeah. something we're, yeah. Hey, this segment is brought to you by One Hat, who helped us on the app. Oh, yeah. Thanks, One Hat. They don't make hats. But they make apps. Duh. Ah, I did it all by myself. Just came up with it off the dome piece, just like that. That's good. You're welcome. Oh, off the excuse, dome piece. Excuse me. I was trying to read an ad. I'm sorry. Does your business need a simpler digital workflow? We do. Is, <laughs> is your software difficult for new people to learn? Mm-hmm. Are there gaps in your software where it just doesn't do everything you want it to? Well, let One Hat make your life easier with custom software built just for your needs. 
One Hat Techno. Hey, look at that. Technologies excels at creating beautiful, easy to use, and powerful business software. Their motto is software craftsmanship to the glory of God. I love it. They've been in business for 18 years. They're striving to live out the lordship of Jesus Christ in the technology world. Praise God. So take the headache out of your day-to-day business processes with custom software or a website or mobile app like we did uh, with onehat.com forward slash crosspolitik. That's O-N-E-H-A-T dot com slash crosspolitik. Also, one hat starting a network of Christian developers. So, yep. if you're a developer, check it out on their yeah, website. Don't they have like an amazing tagline about beauty and art? Software craftsmanship to the glory of God. You missed that. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I, I, and, I, I and, said that part. And Subsplash is the church app company that is also partnering with us on, on the app. So, oh, it's, nice. their, it's their platform, and one hat helped nice. us build it. That's awesome. That's, that's really yeah. awesome. Make sure your church checks out Subsplash. I know our church uses Subsplash. And um, yeah. All right, Nate. So, yes, sir. You've seen this. I've seen this, especially working in film. Right now, it seems like with Christians, there's this theology thing that we have, and we got all this, especially reform. We love this reform theology and digging down to reform oh, yeah. doctrine. And then there's this beauty side over here. Right. And there's, they just do that, but they don't connect. Right. You know, and it just seems like there's theology and there's beauty, but never the two shall meet. How in the world do we get to the place where we can get beauty and theology to come and marry? Not, and it seems like you can do that with what you're doing with your films right now. Like, I'm seeing that in the four-minute priest piece that we had here that nobody else has anywhere else, except for cross politics. Um, uh, <laughs> what are you doing? How are you bringing those two together? So I think step one is to not buy into the lie of artistic personalities versus, like, intellectual, analytical personalities. Okay. Uh, what we love to do is we love to double down on what we think is our strength, and then that's it. Like, uh-huh. we don't do anything else. So people say, oh, I'm artistic. I like to create. I'm never going to take a theology class. And so they just they just go and work on their brush strokes or their camera work or whatever, but they don't have content. They don't have the content refined, disciplined, understood. But on the flip side, and I think far more hypocritical, is those people who say, I'm just worried about my theology. I'm going to keep it square. And I, I can say, God is the only foundation for beauty. Check. True. And then I'm going to go lead an ugly life. Ooh. I'm not going to pursue beauty in any way. And they know better. I'm not going to appreciate beauty. I'm not going to even look at it. Like I'm not going to pay any mind at all to this entire museum of artistry that God's created. Yeah. Your father gave you the keys to a world and he filled it with his craftsmanship, with his work, with his glorious artistry. And they say, no, 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 no. I've got the, I've got the little true or false questions over here. And I've, I've circled all the correct T's and all the correct F's. Uh, I'm not going to look at that. I'm not going to watch the title C's. I'm not going to look at a seahorse. I'm not going to look at a manatee. Mm. I'm not going to even think about a breaching whale. Like, why would I? Why? Yeah. Well, because God did it. Huh. Like he, he made this stuff and then he gave it to us. And it's beautiful. The beauty is everywhere. And so they, they think a theology of beauty is sufficient without actually... Pursuing but, but, it. But you're saying though that it's like it's like you have these two massive books in your theological library. Yeah. And they have a stated um resolute re- like refusal to read one of them. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Like like yeah. I mean so oh, yeah. you're saying in order to be a faithful theologian, you have to read the other book. Right. You you, you need to care about the breaching whales, otherwise you're not paying attention to half of what God said about himself and about the nature of the world. Yeah, and as one example, 
of my family, we're very humanities literature people. Yeah. Where we, if we just bought into that division, we'd be all over on just the art side. Like we'd be hanging out in in fiction and and lit, and that's it. And when my son tells me, he's like, "Man, I love physics. Yeah, physics is amazing. Yeah, like it just makes me happy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, all all those all those patterns are put there by God. You're doing a deep dive, discovering all these things that God laced into His creation, and I'm all about that. We're all about right getting out and catching the snakes, getting out catching the frogs, looking yeah. at the magic of the tadpole turning into the frog. I mean, that's just bonkers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the creatures you see in this movie, the creatures we found. Whether it's you know water beetles liquefying frogs and drinking them like juice boxes, or <laughs> wow, you know manatees <laughs> that just want to dance, you know spinner dolphins and humpback whales that are the only whales that sing, yeah, like, and they sing and they'll sing for days and days and days and days, wow, and they'll sing the same song on a loop. It's not an atheist song either. No, <laughs> it is not. Yeah. It is not a song about chaos. That's no. right. It is not a song yeah. about meaningless. And you have these, these things the size of school buses or three or four or five school buses just singing from Hawaii to Alaska. <laughs> and they sing a 15-minute song on a loop all the way. And they're praising God. And it's, and it's louder than a jet engine. You know, it's, can, it's, can you hear it if you go into water? Oh, yeah. No, it, it's, it's insane. And wow. then you have all these scientists saying, but why do they breach? Like, what, what possible reason could they have to spend that much energy. Do you know how much energy it takes to swim something the size of three school buses fast, just through water, just that resistance, yeah, yep. just to go through water, but then to go fast enough that you can launch that much weight into the air all the way out of the water. Yep, yep. Like that is an yeah. enormous waste of resources. Yeah. That is in, mm. And right. so they have to try to come up right. with survival of the fittest. Yeah, what? It's like, how does this increase survival? Right. Like it's fun. Yeah. It's, am, it's amazing. God likes watching it. Gl- it. it glorifies yeah. God. God wants, yeah. And God spinner dolphins are the same. And you see yeah. this everywhere. You see, the, you see the laughter. You see the joy that God had in his creatures and in making stuff. Right. And we say, well, that's not my personality. I, I don't look at that. I read this book. Right. I, I like syllogisms or I like Calvin. Uh, <laughs> and that's great. Yeah. I, that's fantastic. Yeah. Right. But stop being such a moron. Right. Like go sit in your front yard and look at just the vastness of of everything in front of you. What's what's some of the books that you've kind of read um, that's really gotten you excited about God's creation? You know, as you kind of prep for uh, docs like this. Yeah, I I would say the the thing that's kind of funny about it is they don't. There's not a lot of them. Yeah, there are books that make me excited, Life in Cold Blood, and other things. So there's there's things like that about specific creatures that are interesting. But it, none of it is as interesting as just sitting outside yeah. and then looking at something and being like, what the heck is that? And then you start going to doing a deep dive on mm. what it is and what do we know about, about it? And you realize how many things we don't have a clue. Right. Like we have no clue. Some of the weirdest creatures out there, uh, octopi. Yeah. Like, so some of the things I've, I've read that have inspired me about God the most are just secular articles about an octopus. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. Like, how does this just breaking it down? Yeah, and, and there's lots of people struggle with, with an octopus because it doesn't make any evolutionary sense at all. So <laughs> Don't they have like eight brains or something? Yeah, they yeah. got they got extra brain in each arm. Yeah. Uh, and then you have a donut brain in the middle, right. and their throat goes through the donut hole, and so they can't take a big bite or they'll die. Because <laughs> they'll kill their brain. <laughs> they'll rupture their brain. <laughs> so they got to... 
and the, and they are the some of the softest creatures on the planet. You know, their flesh is one of the softest substances there is, but their beak is the hardest organic substance there is, attached to the softest, uh-huh. and it doesn't rip off, and it's it's crazy. Uh-huh. So they're wicked smart. They only live a couple of years, so the intelligence doesn't come from living in groups. They don't live in packs. They don't learn from the older ones. They just are wicked smart. Right. Like they have amazing problem solving ability. Uh, you know, they taste with the tips of their arms. Uh, you know, and it's, it's wild. They're crazy. They can fit through any hole the size of their beak. Yeah. Yep. You know, just squiggle yep. through. I've seen I love videos. Them. I've seen videos where octopus are fitting through like a hole this big oh, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. No, they're, they're, they're amazing. And you yeah. look at this and it's like, and every single new thing you learn about them tells you something about God and blows your mind. Yeah. You know, and in some new way, and that's just like a creature, and it's 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 wild. Yeah, I'm just not buying your arguments; just all random. God just sitting there saying, inviting us to come and investigate <laughs> and see His world right through just mm-hmm. simple things, or sitting on your porch and watching. Yeah, it's yeah and with the first movie, I had just gone through brain surgery and everything else when it was coming out. Yeah, and and realizing that God's grief counseling in Job is go look at the animals. Yeah, yeah. and I, was like, oh. I didn't know why I'd never noticed that before. Interesting. Yeah. Until that moment where it's when God does grief counseling, it yeah. is not how we do grief counseling. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, let's go. You should go swim with some sharks. Yeah. 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 You feeling bad for yourself? <laughs> yeah. Like, are you like, let's, let's go look at something really big that swims. Yeah. You know, and explain it to me. You know, something else too, that's been really interesting watching this journey from this movie and the next one, you guys have kind of like, there's there's really no gatekeepers anymore no. in the industry. You know, yeah. no, there's no excuses for why people can't do what they want to do. You guys didn't know anything about getting into the water, filming yeah. in the water, none of that. You guys go get certified. You grab your cameras, figure out the housing for it. Only ah. takes three years. <laughs> but yeah. you, you jump in and do it. And then not just that, how you're releasing the film. Right. It's also you're giving up, you're creating actually economic uh, opportunities for people to make money off of your film. Yeah. I mean, you're just blowing the whole standard of how you do this thing out of the water. All the excuses are gone now. Yep. And we, uh, we hope it works. You know, we want to make sure. What I don't want to hear from anybody after this movie comes out is, oh, we wish we'd known. Yeah. <laughs> like we, yeah. Wish we, we wish we'd known. Yeah. And administrators of schools and organizers of, you know, CC communities and co-ops, they're all busy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. make sure you listeners, like, right. get on your people. So Tell them there's an opportunity. They can host their own screening. Yeah. And hopefully it blesses all the families in your community as it, much as it's blessed yeah. ours. So the theme, the theological theme is baptism. Yeah, I mean, there's an obvious Presbyterian baptism connection there, but uh, the real kind. The real. <laughs> I own that one. Um, but so, what what are some of the things you learned about baptism from this movie? Well, it was it's it's weird because it's pretty basic, but I didn't think at the outset like, oh, this is about baptism. Okay, I just thought this is this is because it's not. We don't spend a lot of time talking about right. baptism. I thought this is about water. This is about what lives in water. This is what water does. God created this environment. He created everything to live in this environment. But the way that baptism is life and death. Right. And we think like, isn't that kind of amazing? You're baptized into death. Yeah. Into life. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and that's so weird. It's like, well, as soon as you actually go look at water, no, it's not. It's yeah, exactly right. what water is. It's, it's what water is everywhere. Right. We die without it and it kills us. Yeah. Uh, like it's uh, it's smashing things right. and it's sustaining everything. Yeah. Like water is the great destroyer on this planet. Right. The single greatest destroyer yeah. and the only basis for life. Yeah. You know, it's it's everywhere. It's just yeah. destroying and remaking right. over and over and over again. You can't go anywhere without 
just seeing the shrapnel of decay and death settling in the water. Right. And everything dies without it. Right. And like, and God covered most of the planet with it. Yeah. And so, every plant needs it. Every creature yeah, needs it. Right. Nothing is alive without it. And, and so puts it at the center of everything as, as if we need to be reminded of it constantly. Yeah. Like this, you know, dying and living, dying and living, death yeah. and resurrection, death and resurrection. Yep. And we're yeah. the kind of people who are like, oh, you know, I'm just going to have a drink of water. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> drought and flood, drought and flood, right, yeah. right. drought, like, like, and we know to fear both. Yeah. Like we fear the drought, we fear the flood. Right. And we, if, as soon as there's not any water, we desperately want it. If there's too much, we want it right. to go away. And it's this, <laughs> it's this balance that's there that he does with everything. And it's so realizing that like, oh, wow, what he did with baptism was not unique. Right. It right. wasn't, he didn't take water and then give it a different role. No, it's, he t- it's the exact same role that he uses water for everywhere. Right, and he man. applies it yeah. spiritually. Right. And that was like a lights on moment yeah. for yeah. me. I thought before, I mean, I, I talked about it all the way back in notes from the tilt world. Like when you look at the molecular structure, you know, water molecules, et cetera, they didn't cease to exist. And, and we lose track of the reality of God. We lose track of the fact that Jesus Christ is physical right now, that he has a physical body right now. Right. But that water that spilled out of his side, that's that water's physical right now. That water exists somewhere right, right now. It evaporated. Right. It went into the earth. Right. Plants used it. Yeah. It went up in the clouds. It fell back out, fell back out of the sky somewhere. Right. Yeah. Mm. Uh, See, that's that tangible that. theology yeah. I'm talking about yeah. right there. It's, like yeah. it's, it's still here somewhere. Yeah. Right. And only God knows where every single one of those molecules has been for the last 2000 years. Right. And he's given them jobs, yeah. tasks. So, they've, and they've been places and because he's an artist and yeah. because he's a, he's a absolutely infinite and amazing artist. I guarantee you those places are interesting. Absolutely. Yeah. I guarantee yeah. you. He, he put yeah. them in a place yeah. where he's like, this is going to be good. Yeah. And if you had 2000, 2000 years of these narrative threads following these water molecules and where they've been, yeah. I guarantee you to us, it would feel blasphemous. Yeah. We would yeah. see th- things happening, you know, <laughs> some, <laughs> some dog pe- peeing it on a tree and we'd be like, this is entirely inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and God laughs and only God laughs because only God knows. Yeah. And that's, you go deep, deep, deep down and you, you find places where only God is laughing. Mm. So only God's laughing because only God knows yeah. what's so, going on. So you wrote notes, notes from the tilt world. Yeah. Death by living, which right. we've been kind of, you know, Teasing some of the themes from mm-hmm. those books. We're gonna out. be here for a while. You, we talk about you all wrote, well, no, no. I'm, I'm just, I just, I just want to highlight them. You wrote a yeah. bunch of fiction, right? Um, I remember Lee Pike uh, Ridge. Um, I, I remember hundred cupboards, uh, hundred cupboards. Yeah, Rupert. Uh, you've got uh, the the um, the dragon. What's it? Dragon's tooth. Dragon's tooth. Ashtown yeah. burials series. When, when's number four coming out? It's coming. Uh, so I'll be back on. Okay. Um, what am I missing? What else have you? Outlaws of time. Outlaws of yeah. time. Boys yeah. of blur. Okay. All that stuff. Okay. Boys all this stuff, which is like Hello Ninja. That's all. Yeah. Hold on. You, you did that to me. That. Don't right. act crazy. Sorry. You did that to Come me. On. Come on. <laughs> but you got all this like, you know, depth, this beauty. I mean, even in the fiction, I mean, it's like it's complex. Um, you're drawing off of a lot of classical motifs sure. in, in your fiction, um, even though it's, you know, written for a sort of that middle grade yep. level, whatever. Hello, Ninja. Yeah. <laughs> like, really? Ah, yes. Absolutely. Hello, Ninja. But, but I think this ties in with, you know, God knows about the. The water molecules that might be in some dog's urine yep. and laughing. And and so there's there's something there. Like the, <laughs> the depths, the beauty, the glory, and and the common and the mundane and yeah. the silly. Yeah. Um how how does Hello Ninja fit into your you know your project? Hey, little people need food too. Oh, I mean, that's, that. yeah. so Messy. there's you know, it's it's 
what I was talking about, that divide, yeah. that intellectual divide that we have where like, well, this is for the artsy people. Right. And we right. know that they're irrational and emotional and never make sense. <laughs> and this is for those of us who are rational and we don't pay any attention to the entire world in which we exist. <laughs> the, like, we love those divides, but we do the same thing with kids. Yeah. And we, mm. see, we see that in the church everywhere. Right. Like, we, this is not for you. This is not for you. Oh. Like, well, it was, it was pretty simple. My three-year-old at the time came over to me with, I think, the dragon's tooth and yeah. just said, hey, where are my books? Oh. oh, oh, and I was like, oh, I'll yeah. be right back. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I said, we'll do one for you tonight. Okay. And yeah. that night we wrote Hello Ninja. Okay. Get she said so she sat there with me and I, I worked on it. it and I did a bunch. Of, I threw rhymes at her uh-huh. and I watched what stuck and I watched what brought joy. Yeah. Like uh-huh. what tickled her, like what right. made her happy. And that was Hello Ninja. And so it went, it was a, it's a little kid board book, a uh, picture book. P- yeah. yeah. And, and it's like, like, what is it? Eight pages long? No, it's 32. Oh, it is now. Yeah. No, oh. there's, there's, there, there's that little board book. Or the first iteration was a short book. That's the one short I'm more familiar book. with. Okay. We expanded it into a 32-page picture book. Okay. Um, we'll re-release a board book. Okay. But we expanded it out, so it's it's bigger, brighter, yeah. and uh, it, but it more got, fun. Remind me, like, so it came that came out like three years ago? Four, four oh, years? wait, seven. Oh, it's been that long. Yeah. I'm getting old. Six, <laughs> six, six or seven years. Feels like three. <laughs> yeah. um, and it, like I remember it was like picked up by Starbucks oh, yeah. and Target, I think. Yep. Is that right? And mm-hmm. And... And then now it's a Netflix. Yeah, now it's a Netflix cartoon. Cartoon. Yep. And it it went and went and went. And, and uh, like, little little people need food too. Yeah. Turns out. And and it, like it really and it got number one binge. Uh, I was gonna uh, say like it blew up mm, on it, Netflix. It, yeah. No, forget Netflix on all streamers. And all streamers. Uh, all yeah. streamers across all streamers. Yeah. Number one binge for like the fourth quarter or something like that. Or uh, what was it? Month of November or the ratings of November uh, yeah. when it released. Wow. Okay. It was, How many <laughs> episodes are out now? Ten. One? Ten and are there more season. coming? Uh, yes, but I'm not supposed to talk about that. Okay, thank okay. you. We'll talk about that off air. <laughs> um, I, but there are more coming. Yeah, brilliant. I don't know exactly when. So, is this a surprise to you? That, yes and no. That Hello I mean, Ninja like blew up. Uh, it is because it's a, it's a great testimony to the fact that where we put our striving is not necessarily where God puts His blessing. Come on now. Oh. So, what, what do you yeah. mean by that? Yeah. Uh, what I mean by that is it was one night I sat down with my three year old. And it yeah. came from a different kind of place. You know, I wasn't, yeah. I, I love the, I love the novels and I love writing novels, but it, it, this was so much easier and so much more fun. <laughs> yeah. And I, I almost threw it away. I mean, it was just kind of like, oh, yeah. yeah, I'll print one for my daughter. Okay. You know, it was that level. Here's I'm just, book. this is for you. So who, and what, what made you an think, audience of one? What made you think, I think I'll, I'll float this and see if anybody else likes it. Uh, I didn't. Who did? Uh, I, I mean, I just, I actually ended up printing we, there was a minimum order of board books when I, when I self-published the first board book. Okay. And so we had to sell those. Oh. So I was like, okay, we're going we're gonna to sell God these. God forced you into it. Yep. And then, <laughs> then there was this massive promotional thing that was going on for Empire of Bones, Ashdown Burials 3. Yes. And political things were going on in New York around those books. And so one big marketing opportunity got sabotaged uh, for Empire of Bones. So it didn't get this placement. Okay. And I was feeling like, oh man, that's too bad. And I felt bad. And so we said, what well, we could sub in Hello Ninja. Nobody's <laughs> ever seen this before. Yeah. This is brand new content. <laughs> right. I was like, I know you really wanted this giant novel. Yeah. Uh, and this is incidentally, this was Starbucks. Okay. Uh, so I know you wanted to give away the dragon's tooth. Okay. Ashton Burials one. But what if I gave you something nobody's ever seen? Yeah. Like this is, you had it exclusively and you could check this out. And they're like, yeah, probably not. I was like, we sent it over and. Like, oh this is awesome and <laughs> uh-huh. so they 
pick of the week. There goes Hello Ninja. Uh, wow. You know, and, and so when hundreds of thousands of units later, yeah, you know, it's, it's crazy. Like, okay. Wow. And, and so again, back to the theme of like everything matters right. in a certain way. I mean, it, you no. know, and, and, and it's all different and God is free right. to do with it whatever he wants to do, but there's right. not really any throwaway moments. No, it's not any, there's no detail in all of creation that doesn't matter because yeah. God's infinite God. Yeah. Why does, why do squirrels bury nuts? Like, why do they bury seeds? Right. Like, so that we can answer, have, answer that question. So yeah. we have forests. Here we have oak, oak trees. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like they plant the forests, Right. Mm-hmm. Because God gave them this urge to bury stuff and a really terrible memory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so they, they never, and they get eaten and other stuff. Yeah. Like they just, yeah. they're just planting right. constantly. That forest grows. Right. They're just digging little holes. Right. And, and, and planting. And that's what we're supposed to do right. with all of our days and minutes. Right. We're, we're planting in our, with our kids. We're planting with our, our wives, our husbands, our, 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 uh, um, our coworkers, uh, the people sitting in the pews next to us at church, yeah. your neighbor next door, mm. um, and yeah. every everything, all your words, all, all yep. every breath is seed yep. that we're putting into the ground. And sometimes you flip, the, you know, you pull something out and you sketch it for your your, your little your three year old. Yeah. And then God says, "Watch this. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna take a little seed. Yeah. I'm gonna hu- create this huge tree. Yep. Yeah. And that's that's just beautiful. Yeah. Right? It's really it it is amazing and I we have this desire to have everything be highly respectable and super serious yep. and, right. and yep. important. And it's about yep. saving the world, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. And then God says, have you seen pumpkins? Those are silly. It's like, no, I'm, I'm trying to plant something serious here. Right. And it's like, nope, uh, it's another squash. It's just silly. And you were just loving your daughter. Yeah. Just loving your daughter. It's like, like I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm a dad and I need to love yeah. my daughter right now. And she says, where's my book? Yep. Because her older siblings could all read the yeah. novels. Yeah. And she was yeah. just you right. know, hanging out. And, and everybody, so. and you, you have that particular gift with writing and storytelling. But every, people have other, you know, they can do it with woodworking. They can do it with working on a car. They can do it with singing yeah. and music. They yeah. can, yeah. you know, um, coaching, coaching, coaching your kids. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all the you ways know. in which you give when you give real and it's, and it's just sacrifice and it's just yeah. give it before the Lord. God blesses it. It's seed that God blesses. Yeah. Amen. You know, there's all, all, every single nut that every squirrel's ever hidden. Yep. God knows where they all are and he did exactly what he wanted with them all. Yep. And, and you got, you got to be thinking when you, when you watch, you know, Kobe's helicopter go down. Uh, when you see yeah. a, a friend of ours who was a just intense coaching, constantly coaching, died at 48. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you look at that and you think, man, I bet he wishes he didn't coach his kids so much. Like, no, I like that's it's such a blessing yeah. that this this friend of ours who died yeah. had been so involved. I always looked at it. I was like, man, how could I? I could never. How could right. I do yeah. that? Right. Yeah. I can't. I can't get there. Yeah. Right. If you knew you were dead in a year. Like if you, you could get there, if you knew you were dead in 10 years, right? Like, well, all of us are on a countdown, right? That's we're right. all on a countdown to something and we got it. We got to live like it's, you know, right. like it's soon. A buddy of mine told me, uh, man, you don't want to die with any Pappy Van Winkles in the bottle. Yeah. yeah. Amen. You know, yeah. For, for That's real, right. yeah. for like literally or metaphorically. Yeah. 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 Right. It's finish like, it. Finish it. Finish do it, it down. Now. Yeah. Do it now. Yeah. I mean, right. I just I like do it now. Quote. So when my That's sister great. was. You know, I was all the way back in 2000 when I first met my wife uh, and was saying, I mean, I want to make nature documentaries. Yeah. I want to do this because mm. they, they, they tick me off. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. Know? And, and the world, I love the world. I love the creatures. I love what God's made. They tick me off and I make these. There was no opportunity. There was no chance of that at uh-huh. that time. Yeah. Right. The tech just didn't 
didn't exist. exist. Yeah. Yeah. The platforms, the ability to release didn't exist, yeah. but I wanted it. Yeah. And God had given me that desire. Yeah. Like I wanted to do that. And yeah. then all this stuff starts to happen Yeah, and do it now. Right. Like all of us have those little voices where we think like, I should really do this. Yeah. yeah, I should, this would be great. I should really do this. And then there's all those reasons why I can't. Yeah. Right. Like just, I should man, just really jump in the ocean with all these shows yeah. right now. <laughs> just like, yeah. so I can show there's my, all these reasons why so, you shouldn't. <laughs> so I can show my kids and all your kids. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I can I can put a camera in their faces Thank and you. glorify God yeah. with this yeah. fish. Yeah. And one, know, of the, like, one of the ways that we can say amen to that is by going to rightinthedance.com. Absolutely. Uh, sign on up. Go ahead and get, what is it, the, the license? Getting the full yeah. license? Set, set yeah, just for, make just make sure a a screening is coming to you to your community. Yeah, yeah. and there's make sure, no reason why there can't be. So, and you yeah. can no. even partner with three people. You guys go in together on the yeah, license, right? And the license is 195 bucks. That's cheap. And that's, oh my and, and you can do as many showings as you want for two months. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, it's so, it's silly cheap and, if and, you have friends. And there's a family license that's only 95 bucks. Okay. But if you want to do public showing, and there's book, free books, coloring books, stuff that comes with that wow. for your family. And, and think of this not just as we want to, I mean, first of all, I mean, we just, you just saw the first four minutes oh my goodness, uh, yeah. uh, of the film yeah. and I want to see the rest of it now. And, and so you, you, sh- you could, you should do this because you just want to see it. That's right. Yeah. But, but also think about what it is that you're supporting. I mean, uh. I mean, you're, you're voting with your checkbook in this moment also for more of this. Yeah. And it's not just more nature documentaries to the glory of God, but it's also just even thinking this way. Right. It's saying we want to see Christians see all of life, the whole world taken in the name of Jesus. It all belongs to him. It's all for our good and his glory and for our enjoyment, his enjoyment. And that's what, that's what you're voting for. Yeah. Um, and, and, and if you are a family who is sitting there every Friday night trying to watch a movie with your family, you're spending two and a half hours <laughs> click, going yeah. through, are we seeing, okay, uh, you know, you want, I will, I'm happy to pay for Elijah just for me and my family. Yeah. yeah. So that you guys can continue to go play around with sharks for us. <laughs> and if you, uh, you know, you want your kids to love what God's made without Amen. being worried that they are going to start not loving Him. Amen. It's like the loving right. what He made is going right. to draw them closer yeah. to Him, not push them away. Yeah. Yeah. Nate, thank you so much for joining Absolutely. us. Yeah. I appreciate awesome. you, brother. Thanks. Glad to be here. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until next week, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight. Laugh and feast. This is cross politic. Right in the dance.com. Go do it. Do it. Water. <laughs>